Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you? Um, pretty good. It's been an interesting week. It That's, is. And just yeah. as we start, you're a long way away from it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're keeping our social distancing. We're, we're, doing we're practicing a very good extreme job. social distancing. Terry's probably mm, two meters. I, I maybe? think it's two meters. Yeah. yeah, we're two meters apart. So she's right at the other end of the desk. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so. Look, we're kind of going to launch straight in this one. Mm. What's happening in the world, Terry? What's yeah, well, we've we've really in a, well, I guess, a sticky situation at the moment. We've we've all kind of been affected by COVID nineteen um, this week dramatically in Australia. Thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of businesses have been forced to close, um, and we're just kind of anticipating the next step. We're waiting yep. to see what will happen and, from here. And the wedding industry has been turned on its head. Wedding industry has pretty much sadly collapsed overnight. So um, for people listening overseas or, or outside of Australia, mm. the government here has actually made a ruling that for a wedding to go ahead, it can only be five people. Still with the recommendation of social distancing during that time as yes. well? Yeah. So. so basically the five people would be the bride and groom, the celebrant. And the two witnesses. And the two witnesses. Yeah. And the poor photographer's never got a spot. No, no. And it's it's been quite an interesting time to navigate through over the last last probably two weeks, more so this week, because we've we've had more cancellations and more postponements of, of jobs that we really kind of relied on to yeah. go forward. And look at and it's not just obviously, you know, this is a photography podcast mm. predominantly, but it's not just photographers no. who who have actually lost so we've got so many people in this and it's yep. there's a few hashtags going around like all in this together, mm-hmm. and, and really is. It's kind of like, and the knock-on effect has been obviously. It's been incredibly huge. Yeah, because like the travel industry, yep, hotelity industry, industry, all these, all these entertainment, music, yeah. the whole everything's just. And and sometimes, unfortunately, some for some people, they double gig. I mean, you double yeah. gig sometimes where you do a bit of hospitality stuff when needed. Absolutely, yeah. Some of us do. We do have um, kind of part-time jobs. They've all ceased. Yep. I was. Thankfully, I, I, my job had actually finished up before all of this happened, so I was prepared for, for that little bit, bit of financial loss. But um, having months and months of work just get cancelled overnight, it's yep. it's quite quite worrying. So, so at the moment, the kind of the reality is that people are just they're, they're trying to deal with something that mm. they've never had to in, in their lifetime before. Most people, this Absolutely. is a first in the lifetime experience. Absolutely, and unfortunately, a lot of us haven't. Um, haven't been able to make clear decisions on what we should be doing, should and shouldn't be doing. And until, I guess, Monday, we were really not taking it seriously as a, as a nation. So now, thankfully, we're starting to listen, we're starting to pay attention and we're starting to do the things that we should have been doing last yeah. week. But in, in fairness to some people's responses, I think there's been a lot of mis- mixed messages absolutely. out there. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's it's been challenging for our government to navigate through that and find the appropriate ways to go forward and what to do. And, and they're doing the best they can with what they've got and yep. commend them all the way. They're doing... So, yeah. so one of the things I suppose, and, and what's prompted us to kind of, I suppose, put this podcast together and yeah. talk about some of the issues that, obviously, there's those directly direct issues where people obviously now don't have an income. Yep. And I was speaking with a photographer today, and he's a, an event photographer. Yeah. And he shoots a couple of big major events. Uh huh. So that's a you know, I suppose a chunk of his income comes yeah. from those events. Massively event. So yeah. those events aren't going to happen. You've had wedding cancellations. Yeah, I've had I've had to. 
provide refunds. I've had multiple weddings reschedule, multiple family shoots reschedule. Yep. I also photograph events and it's looking like they won't go ahead. Yep. There, There is so much work that we've lost potentially. You know, photographing real estate is also something that I dabble in. That won't happen. Yep. Supporting small business with photography, sadly that won't happen. Yeah. And it's just it's just interesting that you touch on you had to do some cancellations because yeah. I did talk to you um, last week mm-hmm. when you had to were making some of those decisions we were mm. talking about contracts and look yeah this is a time when this is important to have yes your contracts yes. and have your set of rules on how yes. you're going to deal with certain things so yes. there's a lot of clarity around how absolutely yep. absolutely and i'm going to be completely honest i was caught out yep so I this am, is a good wake-up call for people to yeah it is because a lot of us rely on uh information that we've been provided by by reputable sources that may or may not have a clause about pandemics it's really difficult to kind of navigate through that and do the right thing by not just your couples but by yourself it's yes. really really challenging and i it, the horrible thought of, of, of gorgeous couples having to cancel their day is just so incredibly heartbreaking to begin well, with. We, well, I mean, you, you know firsthand that you see the passion that, you know, yeah. couples go in in the, in the planning and the detail. Yeah. And to have put all your heart and soul into planning something then all oh. of a sudden then have the rug basically pulled out from underneath you. Absolutely. And a lot of couples are in quite, they're quite fearful that those venues or those services will not be available once we're out of all of this. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you might have taken a lot of time to choose a venue because you really... Suits, loved it. Loved or, it. Yep, it was only available on that date. So, <laughs> and, and that venue, um, depending on their financial structure, that that they they may or or may not ever reopen. Exactly. And this exactly. is a sad thing. We're going to lose yeah. so many great businesses. Absolutely, and it's devastating the hard work that people have 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 put forward to create their gorgeous businesses and their their incomes and their family and livelihood. Yeah. But I, I guess the only saving grace is that we're all in this together. We're all suffering in That's some right. way. That's it's, right. I mean, look, Australia, Australia, early this year we had a major bushfire crisis. So yes. we had all these people in great suffering, yes. great need, and people lost, like whole townships were burned. Uh-huh. So, I mean, and the, the thing to remember at this point in time with COVID-19 virus is that those people who lost their homes back in January Are still, still, don't, trying to still don't have a home. Yeah. So it's a, it, for them, can you imagine... The pressure on those people's oh. mental state coming through a bushfire crisis, which has really shattered people's and lives. And then going into this scenario, which and is then, just, it's, yeah. Yes. And then yeah. just walking straight head on into into yeah. this. And I mean, one of the things that I really, I suppose, fear for for the future yes, is people's mental health. Oh, absolutely. And there's never been a, a, a more need or... A stronger time when you should be reaching out to the people around you to check absolutely, in. Absolutely, absolutely. If anything, that's one of the one of the potential positives that is going to come out of this. We're going to reconnect with people that we may not normally be in contact with. We're going to be able to reach out to people we care about and help them and and serve them in a way that's going to make this experience a more powerful experience. Yep. For everyone. And unfortunately, you know, <laughs> the situation is normally you know when someone. Yeah, you you go and meet a, you go and see a friend, and they're having a bit of a tough trot. Give a hug. The first thing you do is give them a hug, and yeah, you know, but there's a there's yeah. a there's some science in it. Yep. A hug that lasts more than twenty seconds actually has a very good um, para- therapeutic therapeutic effect. Thanks, Terry. yes. Um, effect. So so people can't even have that closeness, that yeah. that connection. Yeah. And this is it's kind of like it's I don't know it's like. It's this unknown, th- this, isn't it? This whole thing is yeah. designed to break people. Yeah. And it, it, it is going to be such a challenging experience for everybody for that particular reason. But, 
you know, we still we can still touch our family if we live with them. Yes. <laughs> There's yes. a big if we live with them. Yeah. Um, and that's so important to be surrounded by the people that you care about. And what an amazing experience once again to be with those people yeah. in that space. And look, the thing is, obviously, you can't do those physical connections. No. You know, the social distancing is, you know, I mean, one of the clear things is obviously if people can keep apart and not, you know, uh, interact where they can potentially uh, exchange, you know, mm. the virus between mm. people, mm. it's going to slow down. And I mean, everyone's, mm. everyone's talking about this flattening the curve. Yes. Because obviously the, the rate in Australia is like we're ramping up, like it's yeah. going straight up. And if we're to follow what's happening in other countries, we, we kind of, we can see what's going to happen. Well, we can see, look, if you look at, say, Italy's a, a, probably a good example, uh-huh. how Italy has escalated to the point where they've got, you know, no incre- resources. You know, they've got no resources. They're actually, all the frontline people are at, are at their wits end trying to deal with it. They're making uh-huh. life and death decisions over people be- yeah. based on the equipment they have available to them, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which is terrible. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, it's it's kind of like, suppose we don't want to be talking completely about the negatives of it, but the reality is... It is a trying time for people and like I said, we do need to connect together and, mm. and, and we can through, obviously through social media. Yep. And yeah. there's, there's, there's a whole range of things. I think there's an app called House Party. Have you seen Yes, that? I've heard about it. That was actually <laughs> really cool. And, I, you know, it, did you see the pub choir thing the other day as well, the amazing yeah. woman that, that coordinates that here in Brisbane? Yeah, so there's a whole yeah. range of things, people doing these things where they're doing it remotely. but. Yep. And and you can still feel a part of that you're still connected. Yeah. And, and that's that's incredible, isn't it? So I think look the the danger is it's so easy and we we're telling people that you got to go into self-isolation. So people are going in and they're cocooning themselves. Yeah. It's so dangerous when you cocoon yourself completely from the yeah. world. Yeah. That you do need to connect with people yeah. and you need to have that conversation and Yeah. One of the things I'd I'd really love to see happen particularly for the photographers across Australia is is Reach out and get a photo. Buddy, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. There's so many ways that you can interact with with your photography community, so yep. that you can still keep it alive and challenge each other. Like, yeah. So, so said challenge. So yeah, you know, you, you, there's been a few. You might have seen those. You know, the black and white challenges yes. on Instagram and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. This is a great time to to challenge your friends mm. to, to send a call out on social media and say, "Hey, mm. Terry, I challenge you to take a black and white photo <laughs> of how you're feeling, and you know, um, see what you come up with." Well, it would be me with a wine glass in every hand, you know, <laughs> each hand just here. It's going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, the half full, half full. Half yeah. full. It's always half full. When you fill it up again, it's even half full again. <laughs> exactly. It's not, never half. It's never half empty. Nah. <laughs> so look. I think, like I said, there's trying times and we have to kind of all pull together and navigate through this. And like Mm. we've said before, everyone's in this together. So Mm -hmm. it's not like we've just, you know, it's just a group of people that have been isolated. Mm. It's a whole community. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I think for a lot of people too, it's still kind of like it's very surreal still. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is because it's something that we can't see and we don't know how to, how to, go through this I yeah. guess yeah it was interesting I, I read a Facebook page um post this morning and it was really interesting it, it basically said would you would you go outside your house if there was reports that there was a a person running around targeting and shooting random people no so but you didn't know they didn't know what suburb he was in didn't know where he was didn't know what he looked like would you still go out in public willy-nilly goodness no well that's what the virus is yeah the virus yep. is is that 
you know, lone assassin mm, mm. that's that's around there, and mm. you can't, and you can't see them. Yeah, you can't. You can't, you cannot see them. And they could. <laughs> They could be on a they could be on a surface like I mean this is a lot of fear around people you've heard talk about the fuel pumps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're saying that you know when you go and fill your car up you don't think you grab the fuel pump you pump the fuel in the car go inside pay it might scratch your face whatever. spreading the virus into so, your so if the person before you had come along who pumped fuel and mm. had COVID nineteen mm. and left virus mm. on the fuel pump handle mm-hmm. potentially you could pick that up. Mm. Something we've never had to think about before. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And, you know, if you're ever after the the right resources to find out what the right thing to do is, go to your government resources. Yes. You know, like don't rely on on social media to get the facts. Yes. I mean, look, and and again, read read the government resources and Mm -hmm. and obviously have a good look at it because sometimes there is, like I said, there'll be, sometimes it's not completely, Mm. and there was an incident yesterday where some people, you know, were brought in to be isolated and they herd them all in one area, the Border Force one in New mm-hmm. South Wales, I got mm-hmm. a lot of flack over it because yeah. they're saying, well, you're telling us to practice this and then now you're pushing all these people into this room. Yeah. So again, everyone, I think everyone's mindful because it's a new thing now. And look, um, I had to go and um, see someone this afternoon mm-hmm. and you've got to con- constantly tell yourself not to shake hands or, yeah. not, or, or just to keep your distance. Absolutely. And it's constantly reassuring and like... yes. This morning I had to go to the bank because we, you know, like everyone, like we got a small business and yep. business has best been absolutely, yeah, devastated. Like as far uh-huh. as income, yeah. So obviously we're trying to put our house in order. We were trying to obviously put ourselves in the best, you know, possible position to ride through this. Mm, mm. So one of the things is banks are offering where you can obviously defer on payments on your mortgage. It's amazing. It's yep. amazing. Yeah. So so we thought, okay, we, we applied online. On I think Sunday night, there was a thing there you could put on and then they said, we'll get back to you and they never did. And my wife said, I think we're going to have to go to the bank and do it. Yeah. So, so we parked somewhere, we got out, we went to the the entrance where there was automatic doors so we didn't touch it. There was, I was just, the whole time I was there, I was conscious of everything around me and not touching. So yes. I went in, got into the bank, hadn't touched anything mm-hmm. and I was just mindful of just leaning against something or doing yeah, anything. Yeah, it was, it was very different because I've never, never had to do that discipline of being aware of what I was actually doing. Mm, mm, have you yeah. found yourself doing that? I have. I have. I started doing it. When did I started on Sunday? Being really mindful after coming back from an isolation weekend with some girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was an isolation for a different reason. It was because <laughs> we were drinking too much. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I, I was really surprised that other people weren't taking it as seriously. Like I went to where everybody goes when they think they're going to be isolated, the yep. bottle shop. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was interesting to watch the, the way that people were interacting there. There was a few people that weren't doing it and a few people that were. Right. And I was really aware of it because my greatest fear is that, you know, not that I will get sick, but I will pass, it on, pass it on to someone who could get sick. Yes. And you hate to be that path yeah. that, that actually spread the virus. Absolutely. And I think that's the, I mean, that's the challenging thing that we've got people who have been tested positive but haven't shown any symptoms. Mm, mm. So people potentially could be walking around as a carrier mm-hmm. and not actually feeling sick. So they, so don't, even, true. they don't even know they're passing yeah. it on. And that's the scary thing. That's why we need to kind of take it seriously and start start doing what we're asked to yes. do. Um, well, I think that's the thing. Look, you know, we have to, we've said it before, we're all in this together. Mm. So we all have to do our bit. Yeah. So it's a matter of everybody trying to do what you can to minimise their 
exposure to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and where possible too, I mean, and I know, look, I know a lot of people are doing this now that they, if you know someone who's maybe a little bit um, older yeah, and they need stuff and you can maybe go out safely and get stuff and, and drop it off yeah. to them and that type of stuff yeah. is, is that we... Again, that community spirit of actually, and there's people going around doing that, you know. Uh, yeah, and there's actually, um, there's another resource available. I can't remember what it's called for the life of me, but it's, it's something about the village support where you can put your name down to help and volunteer and do things like delivering food to people yep. who can't get out of the house or dropping flyers, making friendly phone calls to check on people to make sure they're okay. And they're all things that we need to be completely mindful as well. Like as you mentioned, um, if you've got elderly neighbours, which which I do myself, yep. I've got um, a neighbour that, that he, he's... Uh, sadly has lung issues so the first thing when the isolation started started happening I said do not leave your house yes let me grab everything that you need for the next couple of weeks if you need anything just let me know you know and and please reach out to those people if you know them in your community yep this is a great this is a great time obviously to pay some of that kindness forward absolutely and and we'd love to hear stories if you've got stories of people paying it forward and 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 doing stuff like that because yes you know that's what we all need we all need stories that will inspire us. Absolutely. And that will lift us up. Yes. We don't want to hear about the fights in the toilet paper aisle. <laughs> right? Hopefully they've stopped now. <laughs> you know, we, we, we want to hear about the good the good yeah. deeds that people have done. And, and people, I, I, I read another one this morning about this mother was went and didn't realise that they did this, this kind of um, time for seniors to shop early to get them in. Yeah. So she's turned up to get some stuff to make a school lunch for her daughter yeah. who was going to school and was refused entry. So she was quite upset that she couldn't actually get what she needed because to get – anyway, yeah. so there was an old lady who just come out, saw she was quite upset and yeah. said, what's wrong? She said, I just kind of come – I need to get some bread and some stuff. I was going to make yeah. my, my daughter's lunch for school and I just need a few things and I'm not allowed in because I'm – you know. And, she, and so the lady said, okay, watch my trolley. What do you need? Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. She went in and bought bought the bread, bought bits and pieces. Oh, that is adorable. And, and came back and said, "There you go. Um, oh, you know, so you can go off and get ready, daughter ready for yeah. school." Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. So people yeah. are doing, like I said, there's some amazing stories of people doing the right thing. Mm, and mm. like I said, we do see in these times, we do see the very best of human behaviour. We also we, see the very worst of it yes, too. Yes, we do. So. We're saying to people, really think about your actions. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is not the time to joke around. There's been people yeah. joking around, oh. coughing on people. Oh, I've got coronavirus. It's not. Those kinds of jokes aren't funny at no, all, are they? No, it's not. And it, it's like you got to think about this is now. It's it's like, the you know, when people used to joke years ago about on a plane about, I've got a bomb. It's something that you just never it's joke. It's just not funny. It's just not something you joke about. And us Aussies, sadly, we have a very sick, twisted sense of humour sometimes. A very sick, twisted sense of humour. Well, we do sometimes. But, you know, I think this is a time when, you know, everyone needs to take it serious. Mm. We, and I think at the moment the tide is turning, that people are becoming more and more, mm. I suppose, sympathetic and understanding yeah. to what's going on. Yeah, yeah. It's you like as you said it perfectly before, you're seeing some really beautiful elements of people coming out, like some really great traits. And, and I think for, to get through this, and I suppose this is more about what I suppose the message we hope to bring from this podcast is that there, there is a lot at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. There are people doing incredibly kind um, acts uh-huh. and, and selfless acts. Absolutely. You know, there's people out there. There's, you know, I've heard of in some places like small businesses where the landlords have come in and said, you only have to pay half rent. Oh, it's so amazing. You know what I mean? Like so some, amazing. Yeah, you know, so they're doing things. 
I heard one the other day where the this young couple are renting a house yes. and they rent and the landlord said you only have to pay my interest charges for the next three months. Like, you just, oh, that's so you know. generous. That is so, so incredibly generous. Yeah, so they didn't have yep. to kind of find all the money for the rent. They just had to pay what yeah. you would be paying on interest on that loan for that period. Yeah. Um, which all helps. So there, these are things where it's like it's it's now like we all have to. If we got the, I suppose, if we've got capacity to help someone, we should. That's exactly right. You know, that's and exactly then some right. of us. And some of them have capacity in different areas. Mm-hmm. We mightn't have money capacity to go and buy some something, but we might be able-bodied that we can go and get something uh-huh. for somebody. Absolutely. Or, or it might be that we can go and put the bin out for the neighbours and bring the bin in or do something like that. Yep. There's things that we can do Yeah. that just stops people having to have that you yeah. know, interaction. Exactly, exactly. And there's so many great things you can do around your house as well that are going to keep you occupied and keep your, your spirits high, really protect your mental health, yes. which that's a really big concern at the moment as well because everybody's mental health has kind of taken a big blow. Yes, yes, absolutely. And look, and this is the biggest challenge we have. This is a health, this is a health challenge on more levels than mm. just the actual virus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mental health. The anxiety of people is through the roof. I've been yeah. I've been observing people out and about. So if I'm even if I'm driving and I look at the car next to me and I'll see a young person and you can just see with their hands, they're anxious. Yeah. You can just read the body language of these yeah. people. Yeah. So a lot of people are actually really struggling at the moment. Yeah. With because they don't know what's coming. No. We don't, no, no one knows what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. So let's let's all find some ways together to keep each other occupied, keep our spirits high. Yes, exactly. Encourage and look, some great changes in our life that we've always wanted to implement. Maybe yep. we want to eat a bit healthier. We want to do some more exercise. Plenty of time to do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I think, look, there's there's a lot of great online content happening. Oh, my goodness. The, the amount of online learning resources that have opened up and, and the generosity of those businesses offering it at either discount rate or even for free yes. is off the charts. Well, off the trying, charts. It's trying to give people something point them towards something that keeps them yeah i mean what what happens is um quite often you'll go to the movies and it's it's a bit of escapism yeah so when you go to the movies and you go and watch something it's kind of you you, you escape from the real world that's right yeah you know, whether it be a, for two hours or whatever you, you're somewhere yeah. else yeah and unfortunately movie you can't, <laughs> you can't go and enjoy a movie but you can watch obviously that's if you, right if you've got netflix or you've got you know, yeah. um, Stan or you get one of these other streaming services. Create a cute movie atmosphere at home. Have some Coke, put it in the freezer, put yeah. it in the blender. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. Do you Frozen have... Coke, bit of Chico baby well, action. <laughs> I, I'm thinking back to my childhood that when we were quite young, I mean, we weren't in a family that had lots of money. Yeah. So, so there was a lot of all the treats and stuff were always homemade. That's right. That's right. right. Can you imagine all of the home cooking that's going to happen in the next yeah, few so, months? So people can do that. Some of that, you know, yeah. get, get back to basics. And yeah, you know, we've been, we've kind of spoiled the fact that you know, I can remember as a kid, we never had a packet of biscuits in the house. Yeah, but we had homemade. We had tins and tins of biscuits. Yes, I used right? to love oh, tins of fruitcake. We used to have that everywhere as so kids. So we used to have the jam drops, you know, the little yeah, ones with the bit of jam. In it. <laughs> Stop it, I'm salivating. <laughs> and the other one was with peanuts. Yeah, yes, pe- yes. I you remember know? that one. That was a good one, peanut and then, cluster then, one. And you then know, traditional stuff like your Anzac cookies, you know. If Mars oh, bar slice. Yeah, <laughs> all these things that people used to cook. Even even, yeah. even back to the day I can remember mum used to make marshmallow. I was thinking of marshmallow the other day. Remember yeah. the marshmallow slice that you used to have 
it was like a crummy base. Yeah, yeah. A bit of jelly. A bit of biscuit base. Yeah. Was it jelly and then marshmallow? Yeah, it could be. It's like a yeah. kind of like an ice vovo y type thing. Yeah. Yes. People, let me know your favourite slice from the back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> Put like, it below and the recipe, please, because we're going to be we're going to be at home for a while. <laughs> we're going to be needing those recipes. But I think look, the other thing is, and obviously again, because we're predominantly we're we're a photography podcast. Yeah. And the creatives, what I what I fear for is creatives actually thrive on creating stuff. Uh huh. Even though you're doing shooting a wedding and getting paid for it. You're still creating those images, yeah. so you're, you're you you process that and you create those images, mm-hmm. and that's what gives you purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happens now is, is yeah. without being able to do it. So what we don't want to have happen, Terry, the wedding photographer, we don't want you to lose that spark. No. So this is where we've got to help each other out by yep. challenging each other and trying to keep creative. And you can actually be amazingly creative. Yeah, home. absolutely, absolutely. I, I'll tell you a story about. And this was, I forget how long ago, it's probably, I'm going to say it was like maybe eight, nine years ago, I went on a cruise and I actually got whooping cough on the cruise. I, I, oh, I caught good. it on the cruise, but when I got off the cruise and were home, I started, it started and that's where we traced it back to. Yeah. Anyway, so we had to go into, the whole family had to go into isolation. So the kids couldn't go to school. We couldn't leave the house. Wow. Um, so, and it was the, the isolation for that was 10 days. We had to be 10 days away from everybody. Wow. And it was really interesting because obviously we had friends, you know, dropping stuff off for us yeah. and bread and stuff bless, like that. Bless, bless that. Right. Um, but we never left the house. So it was really challenging. So I was at a point in my photography at the point where I would be shooting every day. Yes. I'd be going. Around from other work, I'd be shooting yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I always had the camera with me. Yeah. So I had to, I'm, I'm confined to the backyard. Yeah, right. So I had to get really creative. Like, I mean, I started, it didn't stop me shooting. I shot every day. Yeah. So I chased bees with my macro lens. Love it. There's a brand, there was a tree <laughs> that was hanging over from the neighbor's side that had all these bees buzzing around it. Yeah. And there's these little blue, the blue banded bees. Oh, they're I, beautiful, aren't they? They are so hard to capture. They fly at a million miles. Like they, yeah. you just they're see, like a little hummingbird. Yeah, they just zip, zip, <laughs> zip, zip, zip. Like they're just flicking side to side. Really, really yeah. hard to capture. But I had all day, so I could yeah. just sit there and shoot. Yeah. So, so I was shooting. I was shooting macro stuff like insects I found in mm-hmm. the, in the mm-hmm. yard. Every time a plane flew over, I'm going, whoa, that, that's an opportunity. I oh, my goodness. Go. I saw a plane for the first time the other day in like so long. It was so weird. <laughs> well, it is kind of at the moment it's because planes aren't flying that it is a – it is a kind of rarity now when you mm. do see a plane in the sky that yeah. we're, we're so used to seeing them. So right, isn't so, it? So, But have you also noticed how clean the air is getting? Like there is so many amazing positives that are coming out of it. They're clean air. Yes. See Venice? It's, it's all the, the... Well, Venice, like I said, that's oh my goodness. fantastic because I was, you know, and I can attest it, I was actually in Venice in December last year and on the canals are just like brown soup. Yeah. You can't and now see a it's thing. beautiful, clear blue. With these fish swimming through it. Insane. Which, which it, I'd never pictured, like when we were in the, on the gondolas. You would never have known there I'd was fish I'd never knew there was fish underneath. <laughs> like I'd, I'd never even thought about it. It kind of makes me think and wonder if we're going to implement these changes long term. Like if we're going to drive less after this, if we're going to fly less. Of course, we will for a period of time. Yes. But the positives that are coming out of it for the environment. Like well, I think, I think one, of the big, one of the big um, carry-on effects is going to be people – 
remotely working. Yeah, there had there had quietly been a trend of people were you know decentralising uh-huh. from the office environment and they uh-huh. were working from home. Now it's become a thing, and and that's what we've done with our business. Like, so we've got a building with a showroom, and we made the decision that we have a lot of just walk in people come in the showroom and they yeah. look at stuff. That was going to be really hard to manage, you know, sanitising. Mm. You know, do you wash everything down? Well, you kind of have to, don't you? Because you don't know what people have yeah. touched. So we made the call to shut the showroom, and which meant we thought, well, if we shut the showroom, we might as well be at home. Yeah. So so we com- we completely remotely running the business, so we can remotely access all the the computers mm-hmm. and taking the phone calls and doing everything r- remotely. And and it's funny, like I've talked to so many people. Over the last week, of other businesses that we look after, and when we've been, they've rung about something on a, an account or something, and you're talking to them, and they're actually going, "Oh yeah, I don't have it right in front of me at home because I'm at home." Yeah. But, but I just give me a minute. I'll just t- <laughs> turn this on and I'll get it for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you go, "Oh yeah, I'm at home too." <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some really beautiful things for people doing their online meetings and stuff. They'll get dressed up or they'll do something funny to just raise the morale. Like there's so many little things we can do to just bring that cheerfulness and that sunshine back in, even think, though we're stuck. <laughs> I think I think I said, like I said, it's going to change people's habits. Yeah. The sad thing I think for for retail, this is retail. Retail has been dying for. For the last two years, this it's been could really potentially indi- be the catalyst for it. Yeah. This is this is this is a huge huge thing for retail because uh-huh. people we're primed to buy online. Yes, and I think this is going to push more businesses. A lot of businesses that have actually closed and put off had to put off all their staff said our products are still available online. Yes. you'll have to purchase them online. Yes, and I, and unfortunately, I think what we're going to do is all those people are never going to get their jobs back because that retail space is never going to be that big to mm-hmm. need all those people. Mm-hmm. We're just changing. The world's changing. So it's it a, is. It's a total new. Yeah. Like you said, it's kind of like the world's reset. It's Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a nice way to look at it. It's a scary way to look at it as well for the unknown. Yeah. But if we can focus on the things that we can do and not I, what we can't. I think, look, you know, this is going to bring a lot of change. Yeah. And one way, there's one way to look at change. Um, a lot of people uh, initially resist change. Mm-hmm. It, it is kind of a natural thing that, you know, I always stir my coffee this way. <laughs> Why do I need to stir it that way, Terry? Because it'll be creamier if you stir it the other way and put the milk in first. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you insist. We always kind of resist change. It's yeah. a natural thing. Yeah. Right? But I think at the end of the day, we sometimes have unfounded fears in change mm-hmm. where we fear change. Yeah. But they're unfounded. That's right. So the challenge at the moment obviously is that we we do have the we do have a real risk of people actually getting sick and yes. there's people dying so there's you know yes. we can't we can't sugarcoat that. that yeah. That's um the sad thing. But a lot of people you know will get through this mm-hmm. and come out the other side mm. and they will be changed. Yes. So you're going to look at things totally different. Yeah. Yeah, so, I've, I've been watching some interviews for people that have been in isolation overseas and a lot of them are already expressing that their attitudes are changing to all sorts of amazing things like they're really reconnecting with their family, they're spending quality time with their children, they're picking up new skills by learning online, they're reading books that they they planned to read many, many months ago, they're getting their exercise in. Thank you, Chris Hemsworth, for free yep. access to your app. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like... I know it's it's you know we've have a we have a problem in the world with with um, digital detoxing like and it's kind of like now this this is 
it's a double-edged sword now, or it's a mm. it's a real mm. um, catch twenty two. Mm. We need to use those electronic devices yes. to to keep our yes social lives running. <laughs> yeah. So we're trying to say to people, oh, you, you can't rely on it, but but now we kind of have to. Have to, yeah. It's a kind of again, it's a double standard thing that, yes. that's really weird that I've yes. been thinking about thinking. We need to kind of get people to reconnect. But, yeah. But we can't. So the only way for them to reconnect is actually use a digital device. Yes. And I've seen some really incredible businesses that have started to actually present as individuals rather than their business face. So yes. they're starting to become very present and very communicative with their audience and their clients. And it's they're actually enhancing their business. Yes. By using I think this is this is um if you're if you're in in the photography business. Mm-hmm. Use this time to kind of, I suppose, reevaluate where you are and how your business is yeah. going. Look at what you can do. Try and do some stuff to uh-huh. try and build, build some steps so that when you come out of this, there's, there's somewhere to start climbing to. Yeah. And what we mean by that is, obviously, if you were thinking about redoing your website, perfect ma- time. Maybe this is a good time to do it's it. It's a great time to do it because if you were really busy, you probably didn't. And maybe, maybe your your website doesn't really connect or resonate with your client potential clients so well mm. this is a time when you can start playing with it mm-hmm. and looking at it mm-hmm. go through old work re-edit it and see yeah, if you can re- find something something that you'd missed because exactly. i always find things I, I, i've missed I, I always find stuff that i go did i shoot that yeah I go, yeah i did go back and find your pearl as i was thinking of pulling out one of my uh hard drives from like the early 2000s and seeing what was on it because i remember i used to do a lot of street work and we've spoken yes. about that in the past and I'd love to pull that up and just kind of look at what I was doing, how I was doing it. Well, I love it. the fashion. I love going back. I oh, shot, isn't it great? I, I sh- back in 1988, I shot World Expo nearly every weekend. Brisbane Incredible. Had, and when, I, when you go and have a look at those images that I shot back in 1988, the fashion <laughs> is something else. The hairstyles. The hairstyles, the clothes. It was a such, lot of perm, a lot of teasing, a lot of waterfall and Such a blast from the past. Like seriously, oh. it's, you know, it's, it's not decades ago, but yeah. but it's, it's, it is a while ago, but it's kind of like, so sometimes it's interesting to go back and look at some of that old work yep. and, and, and really think about it. Yeah. You might be able to create those photo books that you've been meaning to do from that trip that you went yeah. to many, 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 many years ago. Because the types of things like creating photo books online, those facilities are still available and those businesses are still running. So please support them where you can. That's right, and there's some of the things that you can do. Yeah. And I think the other thing is quite often it's a great time to get your archives in order as well. Oh, yeah. Because most of us are fairly tragic when it comes to... (laughs) I actually do have a hard drive that that I need to... Go and do a bit of tidying up. Go and do a bit of tidying. I've got many that need tidying. Get in in as a digital duster. (laughs) Might be time for me to practice what I preach, I think. (laughs) Yeah, well, but but these are things you you can use your time to do these things yeah. um, that you yeah. probably didn't have time to do beforehand. Yeah. So think about it as, okay, I'm not working, but I can go and do this and get this in order and yep. clean this up and do yeah. that. So yeah. I, know, I know a lot of – it's interesting where our office is located, two doors up there's a, there's a um, an op shop. Uh-huh. So it's run by Lifeline. And I was speaking to the manager early this week and yeah. said to – he said, oh, how are you going, Steve? I said, oh, pretty good. You know, and I said, how are you guys going? He said – he said, we're inundated. I can imagine. With, with, with donations. Really? Because people are cleaning out their people houses. Co- yes. He said people are coming in and going, oh, look, we've, we've been at home. We've had nothing to do. So we've cleaned all the cupboards and we found all this stuff that, oh, it's really good, but we're never going to use it. So we'll donate oh, it. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so he said they've been getting like a massive amount of, which is really good because there's going to be a lot of people on, yeah. on the other side. There's going to be a lot yeah. of people who's going to need that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there's lots of businesses that actually still rely on thrift shops as well because you've got all those gorgeous people that, that have vintage shops and things and they, they hunt for hunt for vintage s- items. Yeah. Like amazing. They'll have access to some gorgeous things that they can they Well, can I mean, use. I think everyone everyone has everyone has um, stuff in the cupboard that, yeah. that you've got, you know, that you've just put away and you've thought forgotten about. I've been meaning to clean my office for months. I start and I never finish. So that's that's my plan on Monday to completely gut it, put it yep. all back together. Yep. So I can start fresh and really clear out my mind. I'm probably even gonna smoke it with a bit of sage. Yep. Not the hooch, I promise. <laughs> just the sage. <laughs> just and just to clear it out. Like get get some good kind of energy going in there and some great, great motivation and some really good intent yep. to go forward. Cause I'm not going to let this beat me. No. And one of the things I wanted to add to this conversation is that this is an opportunity to pivot your business. Mm-hmm. So you've you've been given you've been we've all been dealt these cards, mm-hmm. right? So we've all got the same deck. Yes. So we can do a couple of different things with that deck of cards. We can cut it and flick it. We can throw it in the air. We can do whatever. But if we think about it this way, mm. if we look at and sit down, okay, I'm I'm here and this is where I am now. What can I do different? And how can I get there and look at what ways you can change your business yeah. when you start moving again? So, so you can adapt to the changes that we're about to. Yeah. Or, put yeah. The, or, or even, if, even if it's just writing that, the, like the business plan. Yes. So it's just writing that roadmap saying, okay, look, once we get back on our feet, yes. I want to take the business in this direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in your marketing plan, so you yep. can really identify what your direction is going to be yep. going forward. If you've got access to a whiteboard. Oh, you can start writing, just start writing stuff up on the whiteboard yeah. and then start connecting, working out how do I need to get to this? Yeah. What do I need to do to get to this? And start connecting with your network, your community of, of everything and anything. You know, you might, you might uh, have a really great relationship with a cake maker. Yes. They will be doing it tough. You might have a great relationship with a business owner that you've photographed or that you want to photograph. It's a really incredible time to start connecting and start really enhancing that community that you may or may not already have. Yep. So a lot of the entrepreneurs are actually looking at this time of how they can... Oh, they're loving it. They're loving it. And it's such an amazing time for those those types of services. That's right. So a lot of yep. people a lot of people who are venturing into producing online content training, mm-hmm. which... They didn't do before, but you know they can't do it. I mean, you see a lot of the PT trainers and people like that are doing, you know, moving their businesses yes. online training. Yes, and yeah, it, it's it's going to have some legs for a while, but yes. at least it keeps them kind of focused and doing something. That's right. And then it, who knows where it might lead? That's exactly right. It could, you know, could lead anywhere. Well, that's Absolutely the, anywhere. That's the thing. So, I think the whole thing to take away from the whole pandemic around the world is, it isn't. It it's bad. But it's not the end of the world. That's exactly right. And so we have to be we have to be mindful of, of what's going on around us and yes. not be blase. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I don't. It, even though it's hard for people to kind of get through, but it's not time to be panically scared. No, because we're all in the same boat. Yep. Heading in the same direction. So so if you if you kind of get really kind of in a bit deep mm-hmm. and you're starting to struggle, there Reach are people out. around you who, who will help. Yeah. Grab you out, grab you out of that space. Absolutely, and as a as a photographic business owner, I can encourage everybody out there if you haven't done already, keep in contact with your clients, yep. past, present, future. Really start creating a great a great relationship with them. Keep them assured that you're going to go forward, that things are happening in the right way, and just give them the information they need when you know it. That's it. 
Sorry, it's really... So like I said, it's a time It's a time to kind of really look out for each other. Absolutely. You know, 100%. Yeah. And like I said earlier in the podcast, for for the photographers listening to this is, is, is reach out to another photographer and, and maybe maybe it's a photographer that you just know you're not yeah. you're not soup like you, you know that person and you're comfortable you know sending them a, a private message absolutely and just saying hey look I'm thinking of how about challenge doing some type of challenge yeah. together can we kind of just bounce some ideas yeah yeah that's a great idea that is an just absolutely get, amazing idea just to get the kind of like I said to maybe uh, and you never know that person might that that might do just the thing they needed on that day. Yeah. Yeah. Someone to reach out to them and ask them. That's right, because you never know how someone's really feeling. You don't know what they're going through. They might be feeling it way much harder than than you assume they are because of the way that they're interacting on their pages or yeah. whatnot. Because well, everyone puts a mask on. That's exactly right. And that's exactly right. You know, everyone hides behind the mask. And like I said, you know, I said earlier, I was observing some people out and about mm. in different and things. And like I said, just sometimes you can tell by people's body language. And some of the actions that they're doing that they've got a mask on and it's not they're, they're not coping yeah. real well, but yeah. they're masking it off to the yeah. world. Yeah. And I'd encourage people like that's that's not a good to continue to do that. That's right. It is a coping mechanism that people use to get through yeah. the day. But I mean, this is where hopefully someone around close to you will recognise that and reach yeah. out. Yeah. And it's okay to have a down day as well. I had my oh, exactly. down day yesterday exactly. where the wheels completely fell off. Yep. And some and sometimes that's what you need. You that's need to right. have that kind of that wheel fall off day. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, yesterday we were, we were trying to organise some stuff and it was being really frustrated and I'm screaming yeah. and on because... And things, it's perfectly fine. To and it's have, perfectly fine yeah, to do that. Today yeah. I'm much more calm. And yeah, <laughs> I'm sure my wheels will fall off again, so I may have to grab another couple of bottles of wine on the way home. <laughs> before, before we lock down all the bottles. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see Terry this is watching the news, and I go. And today we're going to lock down all the bottle shops. Shall we no. Go, no! <laughs> I promise. I am. I don't have a drinking problem. It's just. <laughs> it's the right time to have a drink. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just one, people, just one. <laughs> so, look, in all the gloom and doom, there's still heaps of opportunities to be creative. Yeah. And people need to be – you need to keep being creative and you need to keep doing whatever. And, and it can be created at different levels. And it might be, like That's you right. said, you might start doing some home baking. Yes. And you could be you could start taking food photography. Yes. Yeah. Food photographs, sorry. Just, just, yeah. yeah. But the other thing is, think about this. If Say, say if you've got a skill and you can bake – Think about maybe setting the iPhone up on a mm. little tripod. And Bit of a time-lapsey situation. Well, just go through the process and say someone someone might know how to make. Someone yeah. Might, someone might know how to make yeah. know, the homemade marshmallow. Amazing. Get on, make a little, like a live on and, how and to make marshmallow. Yeah, and throw it on your social media I'd feed. love that. I'd love to start watching people do stuff yeah, in just, their Yeah, just home. do stuff. And look, you know, yeah. the, the interesting thing about it is everybody has a skill to do something That's amazing. Right. That's Everyone right. has some little thing. That they do better than everyone else. Yeah, it's their thing. It's their thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's well, what we in Australia, we call it, your, what's your party treat? <laughs> <laughs> I have many. <laughs> many. Terry can, yeah, Terry yeah. can. Um, uh, now I say I have many, I can't really think of any. <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll, we'll believe you, Terry. Like, we'll totally believe you. Well, look, Terry, I think, um, like I said, we just need to be positive. We need to yeah. be focused. Absolutely. Use this time to... Get your house in order. Look out for each other. And if you need us to make you some suggestions on what you can do graphically, yeah, please and, don't and hesitate the, to reach out. Just talk to, jump on social media or drop us a comment and yeah. we'd love to hear what you're doing and how you're dealing with it and 
how you're getting through the tough times. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for the chance. Till, See till next time. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening. 